Hello and welcome to Encore Radio. This is Dr. Laura Murillo, President and CEO of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Happy to be with you this morning, as always, enjoying talking to our guests that we're going to be having today. And first up is Mustafa Thames, longtime friend of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Managing Director of Outreach Strategist. You know him. You've seen him on television. You've seen him here in the local Houston area, always on top of major initiatives and topics. Today, specifically, we want to talk to you about healthcare. As you know, there's so much going on in this space, and Mustafa is the perfect person to help us get caught up with what's occurring and some thoughts as how we should proceed. Mustafa, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me this Oh, morning. it's always good to see you, Mustafa. You've been such a, a dear friend to the chamber, and anytime we've called upon you, you're there, and, and it's been a mutually beneficial relationship. Enjoyed traveling with you as part of delegations with our mayor uh, across the globe, uh, promoting Houston and bringing good business to the to our great city. Well, th- well, thanks again. I think it's, and I think you, you lead, uh, our, our region and, and having important conversations. A lot of times, uh, people just talk about the weather or people talk about the sports, which are important, but we also have to talk about what's affecting all of our lives. Well, in healthcare, as you know, Mustafa can be so complicated and, um, really is something that is a, a, a one of the, biggest topics as we uh as americans are facing uh, it's it's complex it's uh, very polarizing and so we hope to hear something from you today that will help folks um understand where we are and where we need to go moving forward well like every houstonian every american deserves access to affordable quality health care coverage but health care costs are just out of control um and you know what we have to do is we have to start focusing on how do we bring those health care costs down and so we have to fix what we have rather than scrap all of that and start all over again. Because in public policy, we can't keep having these pendulum swings. Just like in business, politics are cyclical. One party's in, one party's out. But with each election, we can't start all over again. And so what I think we have to do is we have to improve what's working with ACA mm-hmm. uh, and fix what's broken before we try to do something and try to change the system all together once again. Well, let's talk about what is working. Well, look, I think that employer-based healthcare coverage is what most of us have. Uh, and that's working. Uh, what's not working is, you know, our state doesn't have Medicare expansion and, and we need to make sure that people at the bottom and people in the middle that are not employed that, or their employers don't offer healthcare that they have coverage. And, and there's a lot that needs to be done in fixing ACA because it got pushed in and got, you know, put together and then there was a whole big movement to repeal it uh-huh. without trying to fix it. And first we should f- focus on fixing ACA before we try to go do something else. Okay. Well, that said, um, how do we work with our governor and the legislature to help us get there? Well, one of the things we've got to really start doing is, uh, in our legislature, we've got to, f- you know, we've got to pass some kind of Medicaid expansion. I think okay. that's a, the most important thing. And then the next part we've got to do, uh, is in this national conversation, especially with this presidential election, there's big talk about, you know, single pair options or, you know, that, that we should have some revamping of the entire healthcare process. And those are aspirational things. And maybe one day that, that, that is something that people can entertain. But in the short run, mm-hmm. we've got to fix ACA. We gotta, we gotta take care of those loopholes yes. because we all rely on healthcare. And so mm-hmm. when people start hearing, we're going to change this thing and, you know, uh, millions of people are employed by healthcare companies. Millions of people are working in insurance companies sure. and eliminating those jobs. What would our economy be? 
Well, and the other component to this as a Chamber of Commerce, our concern is always with our small businesses and what this means for them and them trying to uh, pay uh, this insurance and the premiums and take care of their employees. But again, there's so much misinformation, Mustafa, as to what this means for them and their bottom line. And and, and I think for, for us as, as small business owners, the cost of health care is just completely outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's 17% of our GDP. And so every time somebody even makes a small change to it yeah. and it affects the cost, uh, it, it has a significant impact to our bottom line and really to our customers as well. So it's not mm-hmm. just us, but it's to our, to our customers and to our employees. Mm-hmm. So what we've got to really figure out and focus on is how do we reduce the cost of healthcare, both working with the public sector and the private sector. And how do we maintain that level of high quality care in the process of all of this? Well, I think a lot of it is, you know, we are here with the largest medical center in the world, you know, just, just a few miles from, from here. Uh, we have to have a better partnership with both the public sector and the private sector. And I think the solutions lie within it mm-hmm. rather than all the solutions are in the private sector or all the solutions are within the public sector. Uh, anytime you've seen strong public private partnerships, that's where you find the most efficiency rather than putting it in the hands of any one or the other. Well, and as more of this information comes out and we look at candidates that are running, this is going to continue to be a very hot topic. What do you suggest for people who are trying to figure this out and trying to be engaged in helping uh, those in, in power to make these decisions? What is the recommendation? Well, one, I think people should speak up. Um, and anytime you hear some s- simple solution that, that feels like this is too good to be true, guess what? It is probably too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have to hold public officials yeah. accountable and ask the tough questions. Well, because it's not an easy fix. We know, and there are many unintended consequences to all of this. And from your perspective, uh, what would be, in addition to the legislature and, and looking at that, what are some other things that should be a topic of conversation around health care? Well, I think we all should be speaking to our members of Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some important legislation that's going to be coming in the in the next several months and, and years, really, about mm-hmm. health care. And we should let them know that, you know, if you have uh, employer-based coverage and you're happy with your employer-based coverage, that nothing should happen to that. I mean, okay. I think that's, uh, as, as small business owners, yeah. I think that's an and important thing And you see that as an option where if you are happy with what you have, that they could figure out how to move some of these other things and make some changes without touching that? Absolutely, because okay. in essence, um, what I don't want to see is, as I said earlier, these giant pendulum swings that when one party's in office, all of a sudden, uh, you know, we go in one direction and then when that party's out of office, all start of a sudden we go in, start over from scratch, right? Um, that may be nice for a political speech. It might be good soaring rhetoric, uh, uh, in, mm-hmm. in a state of the union. Yes. But it certainly is not how each of us live our lives. We plan for the future yes. and we need some predictability and we, there was a lot of debate on ACA. Then there was debate about repealing ACA mm-hmm. and now we're talking about something completely different mm-hmm. rather than trying to fix what we have. And I think there should be a much greater focus on fixing what we have, stabilizing the market, lowering the cost before we go anywhere else. Well, that's all very important and wondering what the conversations are, if at all, with the different insurance groups. And are they talking to one another or because they are competitors, they, they do not? Well, I think that the industry as a whole, especially, you know, folks that provide employer-based coverage mm-hmm. uh, are nervous and their employees are nervous, right? Mm-hmm. Because you all of a sudden there's a conversation about now uh, letting the public sector all carry all health insurance. 
Well, then what happens to all those employees, right? I mean, there's, there's millions of people that work in the health insurance sure. industry. So to me, um, it, it is really great to have policy initiatives that are aspirational. But from a practical standpoint, there's a lot of work to be done in lowering the cost of yes. healthcare, and that's going to require both a public and a private partnership to do so. Well, very important, as we know, the legislature's meeting, and there are many people going up uh, to lobby for a variety of different topics. Make sure you get out there, and make sure you pick up those phones if you have relationships with those who represent us. They hear you loud and clear. This is a very important topic, and uh, the Chamber will be hosting our uh, Innovation Health and Technology Summit, so more to come on this topic and a lot of others. Mustafa? Thanks for being here with us today, and thanks for always making sure that you're on top of such very important topics uh, here locally at the state level and nationally. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we'll be right back with more here on Encore Radio. This is Dr. Laura Murillo. We'll be right back. 